Today, I'll be talking to Michael Love about his film, Bringing Back Our Wetland. I'm a filmmaker, and I've been in movies for quite a long time, three decades now, but I spent 20 of those years in Hollywood writing screenplays and making dramatic films. And now, uh, for the last 10 years, I've changed my focus, and I've been making environmental films, and specifically looking for films that inspire people, tell good environmental uh, good news stories, and uh, show that humans really are able to make a difference in the environment, in our natural world, if we put our minds to it, work together. So that's really uh, been the trajectory of my filmmaking career, and I'm happy to have been the filmmaker who has chronicled this amazing restoration of a North Campus open space, which until relatively recently was a golf course with monoculture of basically non-native grass and uh, and also just very limited human use. So now we've gone from that to this amazing natural environment that really is very close to what used to be there and has endangered species, western snowy plovers and um so it's been it's really been kind of a miraculous project to follow, and uh, I feel very lucky to have been the filmmaker to chronicle it. I did have a connection to the university. I had done some films before for the um, Coal Oil Point Reserve. Uh, so I had done a film about the western snowy plover and the nesting there, and I had also done a project about the reserve itself and how it's... Um, it's another place that has been brought back from a very degraded state to a natural uh, habitat and is being used by a lot of scientists at UCSB to do projects, just as North Campus Open Space has. So through that project, I met, uh, I made some connections in the uh, environmental world at UCSB, and I met Lisa Stratton when I heard about the golf course project. I immediately wanted to. Uh, tell that story because it's exactly in the vein of what I'm trying to uh, focus on, you know, stories that are just show great results and all kind of inviting people to take action. So I met Lisa Stratton, who is the driving force behind this uh, fantastic restoration. And we hit it off and I've been filming this on and on off for the last 10 years in between other movies I've been making. So this project has really been a long haul and looking for the important moments, the chapters in the transition from golf course to what is now this astonishing natural habitat and also a place for public use, which is really inclusive. You know, you've got everything for birders, seniors, people in wheelchairs, bicyclers, scientists, all using the space, kindergartners planting some of their first plants at the wetland and are able to watch these plants grow as they get older. So uh, in that regard, it's been uh, a real pleasure to follow it over all these years and watch it come to this state of fruition. Did you always um, have the result of the film in mind? Uh, well, I knew what I I wanted it to turn out to be, <laughs> but I think that the actual result of, you know, when, when we were going to call it finished, 
because I've been filming, obviously filming it for a very long time. And I have been doing, I did a couple small movies about um, the same area, but this project has always been in the works. And uh, so with Lisa, we've been talking about trying to wrap it up this year as the, as the, as the restoration has really reached fruition. And there was a grand opening. And I think to me, one of the most poignant milestones was a Chumash blessing when people uh, from the Chumash tribe, which actually used to inhabit this area back when it was an, uh, an ancient wetland in large numbers, uh, especially in the adjacent Goleta uh, Bay, which is now filled in in an airport. But it was wonderful to have, because my movie starts showing that story and how what this land used to be and the people who used to live here to have to come back full circle to the chumash people coming and actually blessing this endeavor which is bringing the the wetland back to what it used to be felt like the perfect moment it had a really sweet circularity to it and uh i think it i think it works well what was the most challenging part of filming this project uh, I think the most challenging part was probably editing, <laughs> which is not unusual. Uh, but in this case, especially, I had 10 terabytes of footage, and um, that's a lot. Uh, I had interviews with 40 different people, some sometimes multiple interviews, uh, and, uh, and just lots of footage from, for example, a lot of interns worked on this film, and helped out especially when uh, my cameraman and i were not able to be on site so we had we had ucsb uh students working in all different capacities on the film and all of this material including material from Sieber, as they were chronicling the restoration was available as i made the edit and really finding the the chapters and the narrative that would have the best result in terms of telling the story was the biggest challenge. So yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> but I had oh. interns, for example, did some work on editing little sections like the bridge installation and, uh, and interns were also involved in doing some filming. So they were, it was really sweet to have that slice of the university be an active participant in this project. And um, I think that really added a lot to uh, the quality of this film. Uh, the UCSB Associated Students Coastal Fund was really instrumental in the funding for this project. And that is a student-run organization that uh, gives grants for environmental projects on the California coast, especially directly affecting UCSB. So they have been such champions of NCOS and also this movie that uh, I really have to thank them and students at UCSB because uh, they're the ones who fund the Coastal Fund for getting behind this project and telling the story. Uh, so your film is going to be premiering tonight, Monday, uh, and it starts at 8.40 at the Metro Forest Cinema. Will you and the team be there? Yes, I will be there. Lisa Stratton will be there. And my, maybe my uh, cinematographer will be there as well. Uh, happy to answer questions. There'll be a Q&A afterwards. So uh, look forward 
to seeing as many of your listeners as possible. It's really going uh, to be a phenomenal night. So looking mm -hmm. forward to having people there and watching the film. And then are there any future plans for screenings beyond the film festival? Uh, I am submitting this movie to some other film festivals. There'll be various festivals in different places, so I'm not sure which ones yet. But the intention is to get it out there as widely as possible and make it eventually available free of charge to the public because this project is really a, a nonprofit about inspiring people to take action uh, in regards to the environment. I feel very fortunate to do this kind of work and uh, be trusted with uh, a project telling this story because I think it's it's really an important one and um, I'm really thankful to uh, the Cheadle Center, Lisa Stratton, Coastal Fund, and all the people, the students who have supported this movie and gotten behind it uh, because it's been it's been a real privilege to tell this story. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to speak to you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. Catch Michael's film Bring Back Our Wetland at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival tonight at 8.40 p.m. at the Metro 4 Theater and Wednesday, February 15th at 1 p.m. at Fiesta 5 Theater. With KCSB News, I'm Vanessa Manikova.